Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast, August 25th, 2020. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have some stuff to talk about today. As always, we always As have always. stuff to talk about. Yeah, it'd be kind of a boring podcast if all you heard was dead air. Yeah, or us just talking to each other. How boring. Who wants to hear that? You'd have to censor half of it out because Kim likes to rant and rage about stuff. But... <laughs> I do not. <laughs> the first thing that we're going to talk about is a reminder of our upcoming Orbit class, providing we have the... Requisite number of people. Exactly. And we're getting there, guys. We're getting we are there. getting there. We, we are getting there. we got a few more weeks. we got a few more weeks, so you've still got time to join us. We hope you will join us. We're over half full at this point. Definitely, if you want to join, feel free to do so. There is no maximum requirement, so if we get above our number, fantastic, great. But we'd really, really like to get to 50 people. So if you would like to join us, we will link to it in the show notes for you. You can check it out. You can find out what it's all about. And we have dates for you today. <laughs> We do. So providing the class goes on as planned, the dates are October 8th, 2020 at 8.30 p.m. and October 15th at 8.30 p.m. That's Eastern time. That's Eastern time. So both sessions of class will, of course, be recorded. You as a class participant will receive the recordings of class. So you'll have those for your ongoing reference. And each class will allow a good half hour or so for questions at the end of the presentation portion of class. So we are going to talk about the various flavors of Orbit Reader. And for those of you who have asked, yes, we are going to discuss Orbit Writer a bit as well, the new Orbit Writer product. We now have dates. We are excited to now have dates. We just firmed those up with our colleagues, and we are looking forward to that. Now, remember, if you pre-order class now we will know for sure by september 15th so we will be able to let you know by the podcast after that date whether or not we are in fact having class and of course those that pre-registered or pre-ordered if you will you will get the information that you will need to join the class immediately immediately so there is so no on the 15th you. you're going to know for sure. Right. You don't have to wait for confirmation. Right. You, as a pre-order, pre-registrant, will know, hey, we're having class or not. And just a quick note, too, pre-ordering doesn't mean adding it to your cart. Please, yes. We've gotten, like, three people in the last week who have asked us that question. And if the cash register is throwing you off and making you think that adding to your cart has, in fact, checked you out, that's not the case. So please know that. And if that causes a lot of people trouble, we'll get rid of it because we don't want to cause problems like that. We wanted to keep it in there as something kind of fun to let you know that something was, in fact, added to your cart. So let us know what you think. Of course, we will be happy to hear from you about your thoughts on the matter. And just know that a pre-order... What does the pre-order button say? Do you remember the verbiage for the pre-order button? Pre-order. It just says pre-order. And I think that might be the thing that's really causing as much problems as the cash register or more, is that it just says pre-order. The add to cart is actually a pre-order button, so it does change... Yes. From add to cart to pre-order product or pre-order. So when you press that, it still does the same thing. It adds to your cart. So you need to check out 
after doing that, just as you would with any other product that you add to cart. Right. That's how that works. So that's the latest update on class, and we would love to see many of you in class if you have interest in the topic of Orbit products. Speaking of classes, Chris, we have something very interesting and timely for this coming Thursday, which is the 27th, and we decided kind of at the last minute on it, and I'm actually really glad we waited now. There are emails going around the various blindness lists and the various mainstream tech pundits about the perceived end of Internet Explorer. For those that have followed us for quite a while, you know that at least a year and a half ago, we decided to not allow or disallow the use of Internet Explorer on our site because it was causing too many problems. And there are some news items out there now. And they talk about Microsoft Internet Explorer is dead. This is the end of Internet Explorer 11. And they're not going to be putting any more security updates into Microsoft Internet Explorer 11. I don't even know the real story behind the story of what it is. But from what I've been able to gather, after November 30th of 2020, Microsoft's own products, starting with Microsoft Teams, will no longer work on Internet Explorer. So if that's not putting the nail in the coffin of Internet Explorer, for instance, it's probably putting the lid on the coffin before nailing it shut. That's kind of what I would think of it at least. A couple of years ago, we did a class on switching from web browsers. What some people who use Internet Explorer and have used it for eons, that's the go-to or the fail-safe browser that people It's also the pre-installed browser. Well, it is. What happens is that people, they get comfortable with something and they think, if I switch to Firefox or if I switch to Chrome or Edge or any of these other Chromium-based browsers, then it's going to be a totally different learning curve. And that is... Incorrect. The majority of stuff that you do online is transferable from Internet Explorer to a different browser. And the other day, I saw an article from somewhere. I can't remember where it was. And David Kingsbury has put out a book, which I did purchase. It's called When One Browser Isn't Enough, or something like that. The ands or something might be a little bit different, but that's the gist of what it's called. It talks about why you would want more than one browser. And sometimes a website plays better with one web browser than another web browser. So that book is out there as a resource. That's from the Carroll Center. That's where it's available from. Our previous classes out there but if you're on internet explorer you can't get to it what we're going to do is we're going to re not redo the class word for word but we are going to update it yes we're going to update it for now and one reason we're going to do that is to explore the new pre-installed ie alternative which is edge edge according to what i've been reading last week does not have a very big market share at all it's one of the baby browsers in terms of market share But Edge offers some really cool features. So we're just going to talk about some of these different browsers, some of the things you can do, and we're also going to give you a tip 
on installing browsers that may help make that switch easier for you. We'd love for you to join us if, particularly, if you are an IE user currently, or if it is one of the browsers that you find yourself using. We would love to have you join class. Bring your questions, bring your concerns. We would love to talk to you specifically. Or if you have friends who are using IE, and you are one of these friends who is trying to convert them to something better and secure, <laughs> then you may want to come to class too, because we may be able to give you some ideas. Either way, you will probably find something to learn here. Or if you're someone who's just curious about, well, there's all these browsers out here, I wonder, hmm, what makes this one unique and special? And of course, we're not going through them all, but we're going to talk about some of the mainstays. And we would love to have you, and of course, as I said, bring your questions. This is Thursday night, and what the heck, we'll just make this one public, because it is such an important topic. So I will send this to you guys on the events list, but we'll also make sure that this is up on the website for you guys, so you can take advantage of it. I will make a news article and send that out to our newsletters lists, and make sure that you guys have access to that. I will put a link in the show notes for this podcast, so that you will be able to see it here. So, I'll put a link in, you can link to that news article, and in there is going to be the link to class. So, you can join us, you can join by phone, iOS, Fire OS, Android, however you want to join us. And of course, via Mac or PC. And we will talk about this very important topic. So while we're talking about web browsers, let me just give you one cool experience that you can have if you are using Edge. And this is something that I discovered a couple weeks ago, and it is really, really cool. This is one thing we'll be discussing in class. So first I'm going to show you how to find it, and then I'm going to show you the shortcut to get to it. So this is a mode that you can access in Edge. And in order to show you where it is, I'm going to go into my Edge settings. So I'm sitting in my Edge web browser. Now my screener actually will do something cool, and I'll show you in a minute. I use NVDA primarily, and I have it as the screener right now because I'm using Catherine as our voice. So right now I'm using NVDA, and I'll show you something cool that Edge and NVDA do together that is neat in just a moment. First I want to show you this mode. So in order to get into my Edge menu, and we'll talk about the differences in menus in web browsers in class. But to get into my Edge menu, I'm going to press Alt-F. Update available, you wanted oh, 21. Oh, lucky! I have an update. Well, that's kind of cool. So, let's go up. Close Microsoft Edge, see 21 of 21. So I was moving up with up arrow. Help and feedback, you 20 of 21. Settings, S19 of There's 21. There's where you go to configure Edge settings. More tools, L18 of 21. Read aloud, view control, plus shift, plus U17 of now, 21. Now, there's a cool feature. That is the read aloud feature. We'll demo this in class. We aren't going to demo this right now, though. Find on page F control plus F16 of so 21. So I'm showing you a few things here. You can find on page. Share R15 of 21. Print P control plus P14 of 21. Print. So we're not going to go up any further. I'm just showing you a few things in this menu. Let's go down to more tools. More tools L18 of 21. Save page as a control plus S1 of 6. Let's see what we've got here. Save page as. Cast media to device C2 Cast of 6. Cast media to device. Pin to taskbar P3 pin of 6. Pin to taskbar. So you can actually pin a web page to your taskbar. Launch taskbar pinning wizard L4 Here's of 6. Here's pinning wizard. Browser task manager B shift plus S5 of 6. You have a browser task manager, which is kind of neat. Developer tools D control plus shift plus I6 of 6. And you have developer tools. 
So that's what's in more tools. So there's not a lot of there you're going to use all the time, but I just want to show you the diversity of what is available. What I want to show you is something called Immersive Reader. And it's called Immersive Reader because it takes away a lot of the stuff that you would find on a web page. For instance, I'm going to get out of this menu. It will get rid of a lot of the stuff around your text so that you can read it easily. So I'm currently on commando.com. Play video. And it's saying play video. And I want to show you a little bit about what this page is like. So I'm going to go to the top. Button collapsed page sections. List with two items link skipped content. Link skip to search. Out of list button close this menu. Banner landmark visited link commando.com. Navigation landmark list with five items link watch. Link listen. Link GET newsletters. Link VE so, caller. Pause. There's a whole bunch of stuff here. Link login slash JOI in the community. If I go to the bottom. Out of list link freestar.io at medium equals sticky button. Link link watch over. Link get rid of K. Link hackleksa. There's an ad here at the bottom. Link hackleksa. Content info landmark by copyright. Co Register trademark. But I'm actually on a page with an article. So what I'm going to do is press shift one. Main landmark stream like a pro. Seven Netflix hacks you'll use all the time heading level I'm one. at this article. And I want to show you how you can get where we want to go. So I'm going to go into the toolbar. And I'm not going to pause. tell you how we're doing it. And yes, there's a video in this article apparently. Because it keeps telling me play, pause, these type things. So I'm going to go into the toolbar. I'm not going to tell you how we're going to do that. I'll tell you in class. Tab bar toolbar. Tab control. Seven Netflix hacks that will turn you into a streaming expert. Tab selected six of eight. Seven Netflix hacks that will turn you into a streaming expert. Tool so tip. there is the page that I currently have open. It says six of eight. So I've got eight tabs open. New tab button control plus T. New tab control plus T. Tooltip. And I've replay. got it. Pause. Maybe tooltips too, and I need to turn those back off. But that is the way you can reopen a tab or open a new one. App bar toolbar. Back button collapsed. Click to go back. Alt plus left arrow. Hold to see history tooltip. So you can go back. Refresh button. Refresh. Control plus R. You can tool refresh. Tip. View site information button collapsed. View site information tooltip. Address and search bar edit search or enter web address control plus L selected HTTP. And here's my address for this commando.com article. Enter immersive reader F9 button. Enter immersive reader F9. So tool this tip. is how you enter immersive reader. So I can press enter here to enter immersive reader or I can press F9 from anywhere in this article. Now, a thing to note, you cannot use immersive reader anywhere. It only works in certain places, but when it does work, it's cool. So I'm going to press enter here. Loading, loading complete. Now that sound you just heard has nothing whatsoever to do with commando.com or the immersive reader. <laughs> it is a different extension that we'll talk about in class. Main landmark copyright, Gamaki 209. So I'm go to the top of the page. Toolbar region button read aloud. Read aloud. Button text preferences. Button grammar so tools. it's opening this little... Button reading preferences. Button pin toolbar. Out of region main landmark heading level and stream like a pro. Seven Netflix hacks you'll use all the time. Copyright, Gamaki to linkdreamstime.com. No doubt since the coronavirus pandemic hit, you've spent more time than you'd care to admit. Watching Netflix. The streaming service has great hits like Stranger Things, Ozark, So MD. it's reading me this article, and I can go down by heading. One. Hide what you've watched, heading level two. the hacks. Now, if I go up a little bit from here. You'll wish you knew about a few months ago. And there's no ad here. One. Hide what you've watched. Two. Find new discoveries with secret category codes heading level 3. Download shows to watch offline heading and level again, 2. And if I go up from here. 
Link tap or click here for a list of secret codes you can use on Netflix. So there is, again, something associated with the article itself. So rather than me having to scroll through a gazillion ads, I don't have to do that. Now, notice at the top it also said you could read aloud. So that's something else you can do, but we'll show you that part in class because it's cool. You can read this aloud or you can go into this immersive reader mode and read these articles. Now, if I was just on commando.com, I don't know if it would show us this. And Let's actually find out. So I'm going to hit F9 again. Loading page. Now if I go to the top, well, I think it's done. Let me see. Now if I go to the top. Blank. By Kim Komanda. Loading there complete. Go. just took a second. Button collapsed page remember, sections. Play video. Remember a second ago when I said my screen reader does something? That loading page, loading complete thing? That is an NVDA and Edge thing. JAWS does not do that. So if a page is loading with NVDA and Edge, it'll say loading, still loading, <laughs> loading complete. But it's not only an NVDA thing. If you use Narrator, it does the same thing. It's totally Pause. not just NVDA. I think it's Edge telling the screen reader, and for whatever reason, JAWS decides to ignore it. That's very but possible. I think it's a cool little feature because it will say loading page, still loading, Still loading, load complete. It reminds me of window eyes for those that used that screen reader in the past. They used to have an option where you could turn those announcements on and window eyes would say loading page, load done. So it kind of reminds me of that. And it sounds like that's built right into Edge. So Edge is kind of talking to the screen reader. There's another thing that Edge does that's kind of cool. If you press Control w to close a window or close your tab, it will actually tell you. It actually speaks to let you know that that window is, in fact, closed. And Kim's not going to close the window because... I'm not because I want to go to command.com real quick. And I'm not going to close it because I have another extension that we'll show you in class enabled that is something else. So, yeah, we're not going to do that right now. I'm just going to go to the main commando.com website. So I'm going to press Control l App bar toolbar. Address in search bar. Edit search or enter web address control plus L selected and HTTP. Address I've already got in there right now, but I'm just going to type commando.com. Loading page. Seven Netflix hacks that will turn you into a streaming expert document. Button still loading. Latest loading complete. That's interesting. My page must have been or something. That's my maximizing sound that I get from this other extension. Isn't that the maximizing sound? I think so. I wonder if that had something to do with it being an immersive reader earlier. Huh, interesting. Anyway, so now we're on the main commando.com website. Latest tech news, how tos, and deals commando.com and seven more pages, personal Microsoft There's my title bar to tell us that. Let's see if we can get into immersive reader. We cannot. So I'm pressing F9. I can press it till the cows come home. And I am not going anywhere. It really seems to only work on articles or something that you can read. So maybe, perhaps, if I went to one of our podcast episodes, it would work. I don't know. So it's kind of interesting, but it's one of those really cool things. If you read a lot of news or a lot of commentary online, this could potentially be something that would be really interesting for you. So that's just one little highlight that we'll be discussing further in our upcoming class. Now, speaking of highlights and cool things, we have something else really cool that we can show. Do you want me to go ahead and show it since I'm here already? Sure. Okay, tell 
the good people about what we've got here. I can't remember if it was like last podcast. I think it or, was. I want to say it was. Or maybe two podcasts ago where we demonstrated our checkout process and we didn't have the United States or the country field didn't speak and the state field didn't speak. Since that podcast came out, one thing I did was I made at least United States speak or the your current country. The system would geolocate you to your current country. So if you were in the United States, United States would be selected by default. If you were in the UK, the United Kingdom would be selected by default. You get the point. The state, however, was not selected. So you still had to, you know, go through the whole search routine or, you know, type as much of the state as you want until you found it and go that way. However, I think we came up with a neater solution. And I mean, I don't mean neat as in clean, although it probably could be, but I mean neat as in interesting. And that is a freeform address field. Now, you don't have to use it. You can skip right by it. It says optional. And if you want to use it, that's great. Kim is going to show us how to use it. What it does is it will allow you to type as little of an address as you want or as much of an address as you want. For example, in that field, I could type a zip code, say 90210, most famous zip code in the world, right? <laughs> I could type that. Then I can hit the down arrow key and it's going to say 90210 Beverly Hills, California. If I tab off of that, then it will automatically fill in just those two options. It'll fill in the city, the zip code, and it will also fill in the state. Now, if I were to type 1879 Whitehaven Road, Grand Island, and down arrow, it would pick that. I could even type 1879 Whitehaven Road, and because I'm physically close to it, it will pick it up. If you are a certain mileage away and I haven't figured out what it is yet, the more you type, if you know you're farther away from an address, the better you are. But if you know that you know, your home address, obviously, you're going to type in your home address or a portion of your home address. It's going to pick it up in the first couple of hits. Especially if you're there. Right. If you're sitting at home, you don't have to worry about it. You'll find it quickly. Or you can type in the whole thing if you want to. It's going to be very, very forgiving. Now, we're not going to show you how to add something to the cart, but you need something in your cart in order to make this work, obviously, because you're checking out. Right now, I think this only works on the billing address, correct? That's correct, yes. And it, we're working with the developer to make sure we can fix that. Right. So hopefully that will be fixed very soon. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Mystic Access. App Bar Toolbar. Yes. Loading page. And there's my loading. Loading complete. Banner landmark Android audio documentation Mystic Access heading level so 2. So I moved to one of our category pages. Shopping CARD heading level 2. Main landmark Android audio documentation heading level 1. Showing the single result. one product in here right now. Shop order combo box collapse sort by popularity. Sort. Products 1 1 from 1. Combo box collapse 10. Heading level 2 list of products. List with one items link graphic placeholder. Link heading level 3 acquainting yourself with Android getting started with an Android device. So here's our Android tutorial. Link 5 out of 5. Link $69. It's got five stars. It's $69.
Link quick buy. So we have two options here. We can do quick buy or we can add to cart. So I'm going to quick buy. Loading page. And again, loading page. Because we're alert VIEW loading complete. Checkout mistake access. And because we did quick buy, it immediately took us to the checkout page. So banner landmark checkout mystic access heading if level I now two press e main landmark table with three rows and two columns spin button editable that's if you want to make a gift gift dollar out of table guaranteed to be tax deductible so it is not guaranteed to be tax deductible just to clarify that and that is how you can make a gift i'm going to move down again table with three rows and two columns spin button you make your gift clickable enter your billing address optional Edit search to autocomplete. Search to autocomplete billing address. I'm going to use a rather famous one in brownie points to see if you know what this is. I'm going to type 171LAKE and down arrow. And ignore the typing sounds. Again, we'll talk about those in class. 171 Lake Boulevard, Lake Lure, NC, huh, USA. That's not where I want to go. 171 Lakeview Lodge Drive, 171 Lake Point Parkway. 171 Lake Tahoma So, Road. these are all local results close to me. So, let's say none of these are exactly where I want, because that's not where I'm trying to go. So, actually, what it's done here is it's pre-filled the one I was sitting on last. So, I'm just going to select all. 171 Lake Tahoma Road. And Unselected. And now I'm going to do again, 171-L-A-K-E-W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N. And press down arrow. 171 Lake Washington Boulevard East, Seattle, Washington, USA. There's a famous place. So, from here, I'm going to press tab. First name started has autocomplete blank. Check out Mystic Access document. Check out Mystic Access document. So, we are in first name. Again, can you name the famous people who lived at this house? Main landmark. Article. First name started has autocomplete blank. Now, I've blank. seen this before. I've Weird. seen that before, too. I think what it's doing is it's populating it, and then it puts you back. So I would, I think it's one of those caveats. Again, you need to be careful when you are, you know, filling out any form. So if I tab through here, here's first name. Last name started has autocomplete blank. Name. Company name. Optional. Edit blank. United States U.S. combo box. United States U.S. collapse. Now we collapsed. know we are in the United States, and if I move to state now... Street address star edit selected 171 Lake Washington Boulevard There's East. The street address, including Lake Washington Boulevard East. Ton Boulevard East unselected. Apartment, suite, unit, etc. Optional, optional, edit selected central district. Uh, that's different. That is different. Okay, I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but okay. That is correct as far as I'm aware. Town slash city star edit selected Seattle. Seattle. Washington combo box, Washington collapse. State is pre-filled. Zip star edit selected 98,112. Here's your zip. 98,112 own selected. Phone star and edit blank. Put in the rest of your information. Email address star edit has autocomplete blank. Events checkbox There's not checked. If you checked. want to subscribe to our mailing list. And if you don't know what this is, you can just escape out of here. And you can move up and down with up and down arrow and see that, oh, these are in fact our mailing lists. Mystic Access News checkbox so not check checked. you can check either one of these with space to subscribe. Create account password. Star edit protected this password. Where you create your Mystic Access account password. Order notes. Optional. Edit multi-line notes about your order. E.G. Special notes for delivery. There's order notes. Combo box month collapsed. That's your birthday. Here's your birthday. So again, if you're not sure what this is, you can escape out, but you can put in your birthday. We highly recommend you put in your birthday. Because you get a, a special treat.
And combo box day collapsed. We don't care about the year. It's only money. No, we don't care about the year, see? List. Credit card. Stripe. Piece of American Express MasterCard Discover JSCB Diners Radio Button Check. So this one is of where three. you can choose how you want to pay. You've got credit card, PayPal, and personal check. Is it personal check? It's check or personal check. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So Check out Mystic then, Access Document as we Main Landmark. Article. List. Secure card number input frame frame. Document. Credit or debit card number. Edit has auto complete. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. No, she's not. Sorry, guys. So that's where you put in your card number. Secure expiration date. Input frame frame. Document. Credit or debit card expiration date. Edit has auto complete. MM slash YY. Expiration. Edit blank. Secure CVC. Input frame frame. Document. Credit or debit card CVC slash CVV. Edit CVC. Document selected. Save payment information to my account for future purchases. Checkbox not checked. Or not. Privacy policy link. Privacy policy. I have read and agreed to the website terms and conditions star checkbox that not checked. To check. Terms and conditions link. I want to receive updates about products and promotions. Checkbox you not checked. To check that. Place and order button. Place order button. So I just moved back into browse mode. For so all of that to show you. Well, she showed us the entire checkout. I did process. because you know sometimes you get into a checkout and you just are intimidated because you're like, what is this going to be like? Can I do this? You can't do it. And that's why I specifically wanted to tab through it as you might when you're just putting in your information and show you what the whole experience is in fact like. Right, but we were talking about and showing that first box. 171 Lake Washington Boulevard East, Seattle. So and I did not have to type any of that in. Go back up to that edit box. Okay, let's However do However you want to let's get there go. quickly. I'm just going to go Dial. down here. Clickable enter your billing address. Optional. Edit okay. 171 Lake Washington. Now let's try something like 1800 Maple Lane, Davis, and see what it does. 100. Well, let's do Unselected. 1800 Maple Lane. And let's just try that. Let's see what we get if we do 1800 Maple Lane. I'm just going to down arrow. Remember, too, I'm down arrowing. It's pre-filling. You're not pressing enter here. 1800 Maple Lane, Garrett. Okay, I'm there's one in US. Garrett, Indiana. 1800 Maple Lane, Okokeek, MD. There's a Maryland one. 1800 Maple Road, Williamsville, New NY. York. 1800 Maple Avenue, Evanston. 1800 Maple Lane, Ismark, MD. North Dakota. 1800 Maple Lane. We don't know what that one is. 1,800 Maple Lane. Okay, so that was USA. your right. That so was what that I was wrote. So let's go back wrote. up there, actually. 1,800 Maple Lane. So now, blank. I'm go to the end e. of E blank. for Lane. And I'm going to type Davis and down arrow. 1,800 Maple Lane, Bountiful, Davis County, UT, USA. So Utah. 1,800 Maple Lane, Davis, CA, USA. There you go. That's the one I was looking for. That's the one you wanted. So you can so, say that if you need to fix something or change something or whatever you want to do, you can do that. You don't even have to type in the full thing. Like I did for Lake Washington Boulevard East, I tried 171 Lake, which was not good enough. So I did 171 Lake Washington, which put me close to Seattle, which is where okay. I want to be. Okay, let's try one more example, shall okay. we? Let's. I'm one selecting all and I'm deleting. Let's do 14072. You just want a zip code, right? Yep. So I'm going to down arrow. Grand Island, New York, 14072, USA. And there it is. So if you tab off here, 
We don't have to. First name start has autocomplete yes, blank. Okay. Name last name company name United States street address star edit house number and street name. So there's where you would put your street name. You'll have to do this part. Apartment suite apartment S selected town slash city star edit selected Grand Here's Island. Grand Island. New York combo box New York collapse New York. Zip star edit selected fourteen thousand and seventy two. So again, you can do as little as you want or as much as you want in that free form edit field. And, and no, you don't get a goodie if you can tell me the famous address I typed in earlier, but I'll just, you know, I'll say Good, because hey. I don't know it. <laughs> well, perhaps you're just slightly too old to be real familiar with that address, or maybe you listened <clears throat> to oh, the wrong kind of probably when grunge something. came out or something. Perhaps. Well, it was in Seattle. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, next. <laughs> so we were talking earlier with Edge about the cool things that NVDA and Edge did playing together. Now we're going to talk about another screen reader and something cool it can do when playing with websites. Exactly. And we had a couple of people ask me how they can do what I'm about to show you. And that is have links and headings speak in a different voice instead of saying link blah link blah link blah or heading one blah heading three blah so there's a way to do that and it's with the sound schemes jaws has had this for quite a long time and it is a feature where you can change your sound schemes you can have sounds if i wanted a let's say a button press, for example, to play instead of JAWS speaking, okay, button, I could have it say, okay, and then have a button press sound. You can get really, really fancy. However, we're not gonna do that, but that is one thing that it really can do. You can really soundify your computer. <laughs> well, we found our show title, guys. We're gonna call this one, Soundify Your Computer. I'm in Brave. And I'm on Google.com. So I'm going to switch the sound scheme to something called Rent-A-Crowd. And there are different ways to do this. Let me just show you, for example. Accessibility in search modes, heading level navigation, read heading level one search modes. So as you can see, it says heading level search modes. Navigation link maps. Link maps. Link videos. Link videos. So I'm going to press insert F2. Run JAWS Manager Dialog. List 1, List 2. Come. I'm going to press S. S. Script Manager. S. Setting Center. 17 of Until I get to Setting Center. And I'm going to press Enter. Enter. Chrome JAWS Setting Center Dialog. Search box edit. Control plus E. Computer Braille. It loaded the settings for Chrome. Or Brave, actually. Because I'm in Brave, which is a Chromium browser. Now let's say that I don't want to have to do this every browser that I run. I might want to do it for Brave and Edge and all that. Instead of doing it multiple times, I'm just going to load the default. And I'm going to press Control-Shift-D. JAWS setting center default all applications. Now I'm going to search for the word sound. S-U-N-D-S. Or sounds. Forms mode sounds. One of four search results. And I'm going to down arrow. Four search results list box. Forms mode. Play JAWS sounds check. Speech and sound schemes. Speech and sound schemes. I'm going to down arrow. Active speech and sound scheme classic speech and sound schemes. To active speech and sound scheme. And it says classic. Now I'm going to press the space bar 20 some odd times. 
the one that I'm looking for is called Rent a Crowd. Space, classic attribute, space, classic app, space, classic attributes, font and color, 5 of 22, space, classic, space, 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 and then tab with 2 spaces, 11 of 22, space, 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 proofreading attributes, 14 of 22, space, proofreading app, space, say all text, space, say all text, space, visual studio, space, visual studio, space, visual studio, space, web red day crowd, 21 of 22. And that is the one that I want. Now, if I press I tab. I like the fact that it's telling you, this one will tell like your indent tabs, whatever. And it yes. kind of tells you what it's going to do, which is kind of an interesting concept. Right. But if I tab again. Read only edit. Use this edit box to select one of several factories. Use this edit formatting and text styles, proofreading styles, such as color, font, and attribute changes, and indentation formats. You can also start with a factory. Scheme and then customize it to your liking. Classic is the default speech and sound scheme. Blend. Blend. So that's telling you what speech and sound schemes are. And like I said before, you can really go to town and do a lot of strange things with your speech and sounds, should you wish to. Now I'm going to tab. Apply button. OK button. And I'm going to press enter. Enter. Superman Google search brave. Link videos. Now I'm back to my misspelled word. And I'm going to down arrow. Link maps. Link video. Link images. Link shopping. And this is something JAWS likes to do. It did make the settings change, but I have to restart. So I'm going to restart JAWS. Unloading JAWS. And I'm going to reload it and press enter. JAWS for Windows. Super. Accessibility links. Please tell me how you got it to make that sound. That's my clipboard. It's cleared my clipboard. <laughs> Chris has a million little tricks on his computer. He does. So, as you noticed. Super Google Accessibility links. Skip the main You got a different voice. You got a different voice. Now, here's my question. If you were using someone like Catherine, who I was just using, would it use another Sappy 5 voice? No. No. You would need to use your eloquence, or you would need to use your nuance voices. Not having tested it, I'll answer your question this way. You should be able to use, like, a Sappy 5 and pick different voices because you have like a linked voice or a heading voice and all these other voices you may be able to do that but i don't know for sure i do know that it does work using eloquence and it does work using real speak voices as well as your nuanced voices those will work as well does it have something like kurzweil used to have which was like the reader voice versus the narrator or whatever they called it there so, like, one thing reads your primary text or your major groups or blocks of text? Again, I would have to look at that. There's so many things that you can do. You can have bolded text read a different way. You can have quoted text read in a different voice. I mean, if you're reading an article on the web, for example, and they're quoting this text, putting in a couple words, quoting this text, putting in a couple words, quoting this text. You can bounce from voice to voice to voice to voice just in reading an article. So you've got all these different elements, in other words, that you can yes. customize to yes. your desires. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about phones. We all have phones. Some of us have watches. And what is the common thing that phones and watches have? The need to charge. The need to charge. And what's the common thing, Chris, that a lot of the newer phones and watches have in common? They charge. 
They do, but how do they charge? Look, Mom, no wires. <laughs> See, you were just looking for an excuse to say that in the podcast. <laughs> I was. So, wireless charging. It is a cool thing. I've been really excited. I was excited when I got my SE because I could wirelessly charge. But, for the last couple months, I've been saying, you know, it'd be kind of nice to have a wireless charger. And, it'd be kind of nice to be able to not have to worry about these big, long cables. Now, there are disadvantages we'll talk about in a second. But, the ability to just be able to plop your phone down on something and let it wirelessly charge is pretty cool. The novelty hasn't worn off for me yet. And you recently found something mega cool that I'm very impressed with. Yes, it is a wireless charging station. And you can get these stations anywhere from 20 some odd dollars all the way up to 100 several hundred, whatever you're willing to spend. One that I found... It's about $25 or so, give or take, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Prices fluctuate all the time. And what this is, is a piece of plastic. It's a stand. And on the bottom of the stand, you've got on the left side and the right side, two long rubber feet. Yeah, they're rectangles. They're real nice. On the back, you've got a place where a USB-C cable connects. On the other end of the cable, if you're using it, you could have a charging brick that it came with, that this product actually came with. So you can plug it into the wall. You can plug it into uh, another USB port. Maybe you have a hub that puts out enough power. You could connect it to that as well. On the front, you've got a couple of interesting things. You've got this thing that looks like a huge circle or... More like an oval. It's more of an oval, yeah. Possibly, right. And when you lift that up, there's a piece of metal that swings out, and that is your kickstand. Yeah, it's a little kickstand. So you can kickstand this and have your phone kind of vertical, or you can have it laying back at more of an angle. So there's those two options for you. And you use it with the little kickstand, and you probably cannot hear this i hear something but that's me putting the kickstand in the hole and shaking it so you're not going to knock it over you're not going to find your phone laying on the floor or laying flat on the device if you put it up (laughs) right what i wouldn't do this is just me is i wouldn't leave this flat and put my phone on it however i suppose you could but it might give it a little bit more error. If you don't put it on right, then your phone may not charge. Well, the thing about charging it is there's another rubber spot on that disc. It's on the front face, actually. It's right on the bottom. And your phone needs to align with that. So you can put your phone in either portrait or landscape, whichever you want. But your phone has to align with that rubber piece. Right. It has to be centered on it. Right, there is no lightning connection. If you want to use this as something that's going to charge your device wired and wirelessly or whatever, maybe you have an Android phone that's wireless and you have an iPhone that doesn't have, you know, that that, that doesn't support wireless capability. I don't know why you'd buy this, but <laughs> I just want to make it perfectly clear that you cannot charge anything with a lightning port on this device. Well, on this. that's a little debatable, actually. But we'll get to that. 
It is, but I wouldn't recommend. No, whatever I wouldn't she, recommend it. Whatever she's going to tell you, I wouldn't recommend doing. <laughs> we take no responsibility no, if your phone breaks. That's on the left side. On the right side, you've got a little thing that pops up, and you can put your Apple Watch on there. And you may be able to hear this. That's me lifting it up and pushing it back down. It's and got different angles. It's got different angles, so you can have your watch at different angles. So what I like to do is I like to put the watch on it with it not straight up, but one or two little clicks back down so that the let gravity do its thing and hold the watch on the little charging pad there. It's a little round pad. and It's got the little concave shape like where your watch goes. Now, behind that, you've got a thing for an AirPods case. And this looks like a little gully, if you will. It's got two kind of like wings on either side, you know, like ledges. And inside of that is a lightning port. Now, and this is where I was saying. <laughs> yes. Could you plug something into that? Yes. Should you plug something into that? No. Probably not. I say no because I take no responsibility for <laughs> what Kim might tell you to do. Because so. what would happen is you would have your device sitting in portrait mode. It would be way too easy to bump it with your elbow or be picking up a glass of wine or whatever you've got too close to your phone and hitting it. And not only do you spill wine all over it, you might break that lightning port off. It's now stuck in your device and you have a huge mess. Right. So, so can you do it? Yes. Should you do it? Absolutely not. It's right. really meant to charge the case for your AirPods. Right. Absolutely. Having never seen a case with AirPods. That's right. I, Neither of us has experience with this part. I spoke to an IRA agent who had experience with AirPods, yes. and he said, absolutely, it will fit, and it will fit vertically. However, your lightning port is on your AirPods case. You would just slap the AirPods case onto this lightning port, and away you go. Away you go. What's nice about this whole thing is, aside from this AirPods port or space, the whole thing folds down. So it makes it easier to travel with. Notice I didn't say easy, I said easier. Because you've got to be careful with this, again, lightning port, with this AirPods piece. It won't fold down. It doesn't compact itself for easier usage. I suppose if you put a towel around it. I wouldn't worry about it too much, yeah. I, I mean, worry about it if either. you were packing it to go over on a weekend trip across the country and you had it in your overnight bag with your clothes, just wrap some clothes around it. Fold some jeans around it or something. You'll be fine. Yeah, and the nice thing is the USB cable disconnects, so that's another thing that's not sticking out of the device when you're packing it up. It also charges quite quickly. I've been impressed with its charging time, too. It does. It's a really nice little charging stand, and it was relatively inexpensive. And for anyone curious, it is a matte black, except for the portion that holds the watch. That is a metallic black. So thank you to the same kind IRA agent who told us about the AirPods piece because he gave us that information as well. So it'll match your decor beautifully and no matter what color your phone is, it will work lovely with it. Yes, I have that case that I recently talked about, the one that Barry Scheuer from Guide Lights and Gadgets sells, mm -hmm. which has the built-in wireless charging capability. And I just slap the phone and case on the little pad here, the oval pad, and it just works. And don't forget, if you've got an Android phone with wireless charging, you can use it here too. 
So, we've charged our phone, Chris. What the heck are we going to do with it now that it's charged? Are you one of these people, like me, you just have so much stuff, and sometimes you put your phone down, and you're looking for it later. Maybe you've had to run answer the door or something, or getting a package or some food or whatever. And you ran to answer the door, and then you have no idea where you threw your phone before you went to do that. Been there, <laughs> Does done that. that? Happen to me? Because sometimes you feel like all crazy person, like... I've lost my phone. Where is my phone? I probably spent 10 minutes sometime last week looking for my phone. Well, I might have a solution for you. And let me tell you why I bought this thing. What I have is one of those phone pillow stands. Now, if you've never heard of these, bear with me a second. Because it looks kind of like a pillow. It's fluffy. It's soft. I suppose in a pinch you could use it as a pillow. You could certainly prop your arm on it or something. Or, or probably even put it under your head. I've not tried that. But what this is, is essentially a multi-position viewing stand that people use to watch movies and YouTube videos and TV shows and stuff on their devices. So you're thinking, Kim, we've known you for a while. Why the heck do you want one of these? Well, one of the reasons I wanted one was because of that thing I was just talking to you about. Where the heck is my phone? And you know how you get into the habit of, like, your keys. When you get home from work or wherever... Do your keys, like mine, go in a specific spot? My key goes in like one of three places, and they're all within like a foot of each other. And my key gets tossed there. When I do that, I have a pretty good idea where my key is. So my key is one thing I'm not going to lose. Well, I'm kind of thinking the same thing may apply with one of these foam pillows. And I say it's a foam pillow, but you can use it with any kind of device you have. You can use it with your iPhone. You can use it with an iPad or an iPad Air or a Mini or an Android phone, or a Fire tablet. And essentially, you can use it to elevate that tablet or phone so that it is not sitting directly on something. I had my phone on the bed the other day, and it took me like two or three seconds to find it because I'm like, I know it's here somewhere. <laughs> Where did it go? And you know, because your phone is so slim and streamlined, sometimes it just gets lost and you don't know where it went, especially if it goes under a pillow or something. Then you're like, where is it? Right? Well, I thought this could be a solution to that problem because it keeps your phone elevated. And it's probably, I don't know, six, seven inches high. So it really puts your phone up higher. And it's soft. So if you bump it with your elbow or something, you're not going to go, ouch, and then realize, oh, my phone's on top of it. Right. What I liked about this one was this was a QVC Today Special Value. Shocking to those of you who know me, I know. Some of you are laughing right now. It's cool. <laughs> and, um, I thought it was a cool concept. Now, you don't just have to get these from QVC. If you type phone pillow into Amazon, you will find lots of these from which to choose. I'll link to the QVC one because it's still available in a package of two. And you get these for about 15, 20 bucks. So it's not a huge investment. What I like about this one is, not only can you lay it about three different ways, you can kind of put it up on its side or you can lay it down or you can kind of flip it up. You also, with this particular one, have two pockets, one on either side. And my SE2020 fits in portrait mode in one of these pockets. But I think what the pockets are meant for is for stuff like styluses or cables or whatever you might want. Let's say you have a cold. You might want to put a tissue in one of those. So you've got options. You've got things you can do with it. And it has little ledges to kind of support your device and keep your device in the position in which you put it. So most people, most sighted people, are going to put this thing in landscape mode for their device, whatever their device is. We don't care, necessarily, right? So you can put it in portrait, you can put it in landscape, and it's got these little grooves, at least on the longer sides. So it's kind of a funky-looking little rectangle. On the longer sides of it, it does have some little grooves 
or little ledges, little rounded ledges on the ends or the outside edges that will hold your phone in place. So what's really nice about it is if you wanted to put it, say, on the bed or on the couch or on the coffee table in front of you, then you're going to kind of have a pretty good idea where that is. You can just reach out and grab. So let's say you have it and you're streaming a YouTube video through, I don't know, your Sonos or your favorite Bluetooth speaker or whatever. And you reach out and you're like, oh, where's my phone? My phone is ringing. I need to get this call. You will now know, you will not hit the glass of wine, go back to our glass of wine example, sitting on the table next to your device because your device is on the pillow. So you reach out, you find that pillow, you reach up, boom, you got your phone. So not only is it for orientation though, it's a little something cozy, right? This has been a weird year, guys. We all know this. So not only do you have something to put your device on, you have something cozy that will be just something soft and nice to have around sitting close to you so that your phone can not only be cozy, but if you reach out, it's just, you can prop your arm, you know, you can snuggle up next to it on a cold winter night. <laughs> I mean, I'm not making any weird suggestions about this thing, but what I am suggesting is it's soft. It's got memory foam in it, right? And it's just there. It's just something kind of soft and pleasant for you to use that will hold it steady, that will keep it in position. And you can probably find all sorts of other interesting uses for this thing. It's also really nice if you got other people in your house. Your phone is the phone on the pillow, right? This is my pillow. Y'all can get your own pillows. This is mine. And this is where my phone is going to live if we've all got our phones kind of in the same room, all doing our different things on our devices, right? So you've got a place for your specific device. So I like it. I've only had mine for a couple days. I haven't gotten to play with it a great deal. And I got mine in a two-pack. I gave my mom one because my mom is the Fire Tablet Queen now. She was a big Apple girl and now she has moved into the realm of Amazon. And she orders from Amazon at least once a week. So it's really fun to watch that happen to my mom who is a lady of a certain age who is just getting involved in tech and has really just been involved with tech for not even a decade now so she's really just enjoying this experience so much and I think she will enjoy having this nice soft fluffy cushy thing that she can put her device on either in her lap so again it elevates it's the same reason guys or one of the same reasons that you might get a lab desk it's the same kind of thing you can prop up your particular device and have it handy and close to you so this came from QVC I'll link to the QVC version, but there are versions everywhere. I think this is by a company called Duo, D-U-O, and it's available from QVC in lots of beautiful colors. I have a purple heathered one, and you can get it in a set of two for about 30 bucks, 34, 35 maybe with shipping. It'll come sailing its way to your house, and you can find your own innovative uses for it. I wanted to share it with you guys because, you know, sometimes I remember an experience I had in college where some friends came in and we were all just kind of sitting around in my room. And one of my friends was laughing really hard at me. And he says, you've got this awesome state-of-the-art DVD player and this itsy-bitsy TV. You are so funny, right? And I'm like, yeah, what do I care about having a nice 45-inch TV? And this was years ago. Like, we probably couldn't have dragged the 45-inch TV to college, right? But, you know, you don't have the big TV. You've got the little baby TV. But yeah, I want that good DVD player, right? So, here I am. And this kind of reminds me of that situation a little bit. Why do you want a viewing stand for your tablet? Well, 
because you might find a really cool use for that. My little bitty TV is more portable than your huge one. My stand or my tablet pillow or my phone holder <laughs> may be used in a slightly different way or for a slightly different intent or reason than yours. It doesn't mean it's not applicable to me. So it's one of those cool moments of advocacy <laughs> or, you know, ways that you can modify something to work for you. So now that we've talked about all kinds of stuff, so I'm going to sign off with a little teaser, possibly by the next podcast or the podcast after that. We may have another way to manage your mailbox. We may indeed. And this is not your inbox mailbox, by the way. This is your mailbox. This is your actual mailbox. So thank you, everybody, for listening to us, and we shall see you in two weeks. Two Bye, weeks everybody. in September, no less. September. Where is the time going, guys? Ah! Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.